Welcome to Grace and Peace Radio. I'm Anthony. And I'm Amy. And together, we talk about applying God's Word to everyday life. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. It's our hope that you will be encouraged and God will be glorified. And with that, let's start the show. Welcome once again. Generous welcomes. (laughs) Once again to Grace and Peace Radio. Generous welcomes. I am generously... (laughs) Your host, Anthony Russo. And and I'm your co-host, Amy. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. You are generously humble with your... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Keep going. You'll, you'll find the rhythm there. Yep. Uh, hey, hey. I was going to say, uh, so can you tell what we might be talking about today? <laughs> exactly. So today we want to talk about generosity, and we'll get into that in a minute. But first, we wanted to just again welcome you and say how much we are glad to be with you. We thank you seriously. Uh, we do thank you for Truly. your generosity mm-hmm. in of time in your time and listening to us every week. And it's our prayer. In fact, we just prayed before we hit record that. This would be edifying to you, encouraging, uh, entertaining. I don't mean to keep using e-words. That's really not my intent. (laughs) Not doing the Baptist alliteration. I'm not doing the Baptist alliteration. (laughs) Not on purpose. Not. Nope. But no, thank you so much for, for being with us. So today, we want to talk about the topic of generosity. Mm -hmm. And we'll tell you up front that... Well, I'll tell you up front. Amy, how long ago have I had this topic what, on my heart to discuss? <laughs> um, 10 minutes, maybe. <laughs> That's a fair assessment. <laughs> mm-hmm. It really did just come to me. Here's the thing. I'm going to just tell you up front. We, we just flew back into town. We were away in Williamsburg, Virginia, met up with my family. And had a great time with my 90-year-old father. Yes. And his wife. And really enjoyed that time. And it, uh, it was just really nice. So we, we met up with them for a few days and just flew back into town today. And we're recording this on, on Sunday, May 1st. And we thought, well, we really do need to do a podcast. We do. We were gone for a while. And then we did last week's podcast. And it wouldn't have been too cool if we had right. bolted again. Exactly. And, and as it happened, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? You know, what, what are we going to talk about? And the topic of generosity came up because, well, do you want to tell the story? Why? Yeah. One of the reasons why we want to talk about this. or The, the reason, reason that this came up as a topic at all, and, and we did mention it when we were at this place that, yeah, this would be a good podcast. We decided to get a bite to eat on the way back from the airport before we came home just to kind of unwind and get food. So we stopped at this chain restaurant and like every place else, short staffed. So there was a 20 minute, 20, 25 minute wait for us to sit at a table because they didn't have enough people. They still had to clean some tables. And we said, "Eh, that's fine. They said, but you know, the bar's open if you don't mind sitting at the bar. We didn't care. So we sat at the bar. So long story short, we had this very nice young lady who uh, was working there 
They were so short-staffed when she got there, she said at 10 mm-hmm. till noon or like 1. Yeah. Yeah. She was the only one waiting tables and tending the bar. And there were like 22 tables. Sun- I think she said something like 20, 22 tables and the bar. Yeah. And Sunday is their busiest day. So she was, but she still had a smile on her face. She was very pleasant very pleasant young lady yeah we were there i guess about two two thirty yeah something like that and so when we got done with our meal and anth has asked this question with wait staff before uh on a sunday so he asked her so let me ask you this sunday's your busy day when folks come in dressed in their church clothes how are they and then this poor woman just let us have it. Not not in a mean way. Yeah, she she didn't just let us have it. She no, just, she, she was just very open and just came forth with the fact that, as pitiful and sad and terrible as this sounds, the people coming from church, that's obvious that they are coming from church, are the worst customers for her. Not only the worst customers in behavior and attitude, they are terribly ungenerous in terms of tipping. And again, I can understand if this was a one-off. Right. But I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So her statements weren't new. They actually confirmed what I'd heard elsewhere. Right. She just she just rounded out the picture more with this one since she was right. yeah. happy she to engage us in conversation. Right. She stood there and, and talked to us. Because it wasn't obviously as busy as it was a couple hours before. She had a few minutes. And she elaborated on her answer. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she talked about how it just people cop an attitude. And the the biggie that really got me was the fact that she said, yeah, they'll leave me a $2 tip and hand me a New Testament gospel. Um, no, me. $1. $1? Oh, yeah. $1 tip and a New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Other ones will say things, she'll be like, oh, do you need a box? And they'll say, well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And all kinds of snarky answers. Yeah, like exactly. That. As if, one, she's less than human. Two, they get paid a pittance. Three, look around, folks. Everybody's short-staffed. Right. And these people are working their backsides off. Yeah. So, you know, just hearing that, Obviously, it, it it really broke our hearts about the whole thing. It was just sad to hear, and and I, I apologized to her. I said, "Look, we follow Jesus. We, you know, we're Christians. We're really sorry that you have that experience. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that week. way, right?" She said that Sundays are at that hour are the busiest times, and. Yet she makes the least money. Mm-hmm. And it's the biggest in sales for the store, for that restaurant, right. on Sundays. Yeah. Yet, and across the board, not just her, she said the other wait staff as well. Yeah. All of them make less money on Sundays. Right. And by the way, she pulls a double three days a week. She works 10 oh, a.m. to yeah. 2 a.m. Right. 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. and comes back the next day and the day after that. 
and then has some days off. It has like three days off. Yeah. And so uh, it, it, it broke my heart and mm-hmm. our hearts. So we, we had that opportunity to do that. And, and engage her, you know, and right. honestly, let her talk. She obviously, you know, appreciated being able to express all of this stuff. And then she was talking about family stuff. Right. She was from New York. Of course, aunt's from New Jersey. So yeah. they had some common denominators there. So that, you know, made for a right good conversation as well. And so just thinking about that, the first thing would be, look, if you go to restaurants on Sundays after church, or any time, but especially on those after church times when everybody else is there. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you on a personal level, would you be generous? Mm-hmm. I mean, be generous with your server. Be patient. Be all those things that you hear in church. Be those things. And I'm not trying to say that you're not. You know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, well, you don't even know me. How could you say those things? I'm, it's just kind of a general. Let's just be aware. It's just a general exhortation to mm-hmm. all of us. Right. How about that? Just a general exhortation to all of us, a reminder that we're to be salt and light. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in a restaurant, be patient, be kind, encourage the, the wait staff. Well, something that you taught me, and this carries over even outside of restaurants, Um, I mean, I've always talked to people, smiled, you know, said hello, that kind of thing. But one of the things that you taught me as I watched you is you'd ask, so how's your day going? You know, how are you doing today? And this is not just wait staff. This is cashiers at the grocery store or Home Depot. Um, Getting the car serviced, you know, the guys checking in those kinds of things. And I've picked up on that and learned to do it. And what I have found, watch people because these folks are almost shocked that you're asking them how they're doing. And you do this making eye contact. I mean, I I do this making eye contact and looking them at their face when I'm saying this, not just the usual as we all do, you know, especially like with colleagues and whatnot. Hey, morning, how you doing? You know, as you go on to get your coffee or tea or whatever. And everybody kind of expects that. I'm talking, actually, how's your day going? And looking at them and waiting for a response. Right. Which which brings up another aspect of this idea of generosity. When When I talk about generosity, when we talk about it, in, in this episode, this idea of, of this reminder to generosity. And I think that's what we're going to title this reminder to generosity. Mm-hmm. It's not just generosity with your money. Right. Which, as we know, is not your money. It's God's money that he lets you use, lets us use. But... Think of ways that you can be generous with your life, right? How about how about non-monetary ways of generosity? A smile. A smile. Absolutely. Uh, your time. Mm-hmm. Your attention. A compliment. Mm-hmm. 
acknowledging somebody's hard work in that moment or somebody's generosity to you, noticing those qualities about someone. You know, I so appreciate the fact that you always blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, uh, you're always, you're always upbeat or whatever it is. It's really what it comes down to is you're acknowledging them as a human being. Yeah. Recently, I'll give you another example of generosity. Recently, I got a card in the mail, a thank you card in the mail with a, just a really sweet uh, couple of words in there about something I did in like 2018. And it was just, it, it came to someone's mind and they wrote me a card saying, you know, I so appreciated this thing that you did. That was four years ago. Right. And this person, you want to talk about generosity. This person thought enough to stop what they were doing, pull out a card, write something nice in it, thoughtful, and then mail it, which anymore is no cheap thing. <laughs> right. And and bless me with that. That's That's generosity. That's being generous. And, you know, I think that's another one of those things that, it's easy for us to forget and to overlook and in the busyness of our lives to forget to take the time to be generous. Right. And I think another way of, of being generous, and maybe it's stretching it, you could tell me if it is, is if you've had a bad day and you, you know, you're just feeling all sorts of snarky, and you go out somewhere, if you're going to go out to the grocery store or go out to dinner or interact with human beings, and I'm saying this because I've had to remind myself this, remember that you're a follower of Christ. Yeah. And so that snarky word that is coming to your mind and trying to come out of your mouth, think twice about that. Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because because of because of the fact that I wrote this I'm going to get into Jesus changed everything for a second but it's not for self promotion. The funny thing is if you've read the book, you know that it starts out saying maybe we met somewhere and I wrote this book for you, blah blah blah, you know, you were a server at a restaurant or wherever we met uh and anyway, so it starts out with this because it's meant to be from me to someone and, or maybe somebody gave you this or whatever. Well, because of that, you know, when I travel now, I take extra copies of the book with me and I look for people I can give it to because that was the whole reason I wrote the book. Right. And, or one of the reasons and, but that was like kind of the main reason. Well, the really funny thing about that is it, it causes me to do exactly what you say in that I have to check myself. For example, when we went to the the rental car desk, you know, first I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, that sounds more expensive than what I booked. And then I'm thinking, you're just going to hassle me for your added insurance. You're just going to hassle me 
to try to sell me on your gas fill up plan. <laughs> You're just going to hassle me for something, something, something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm already kind of defensive in this whole thing. Well, wait a minute. I, I actually already paid for this on my credit card. No, you just made it the, you just, uh, you know, made a reservation with your right. credit card. You didn't actually pay. Oh, okay. Now, thankfully, I wasn't snarky to her. No. Thankfully. But no, in not my, at all. In my heart and in my head, I the was New starting- Jersey was ready to come out. Exactly. <laughs> I was. Uh, it was definitely getting ready to come out. Yeah, I, I was watching your face, and nobody else could tell this. This is just because we've been married for fifteen years. Um, I could tell. It's like okay, New Jersey's winding up here. Right. So, but I said, okay, well, you know, hold on, and and I did. I have to. Rem- I had to remind myself, wait a minute, you are a Christian and, you know, you wrote this book and blah, 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 and settle down. So, and the funny part about that is then, as I had a conversation with the lady afterwards, she was so, and she actually was, she, she turned out to be a very she pleasant She was very lady, pleasant, very yes, pleasant, very from the get-go. And wasn't trying to upsell me on anything. And all that. In, but from that, it actually turned into an opportunity for me to give her a copy of the book. Mm-hmm. Which, if you haven't read it, it's a it's an evangelistic book. And so the idea is that had I been obnoxious to her, mm-hmm. I would not have had that opportunity to glorify God. And give her that book. And it made her day. Her face lit up. When it I really said, did. I was, wow, yeah, that was cool. When I said, hey, can I can I uh, give you a gift? You know, mm-hmm. I just, I so appreciate your 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 attitude, your customer service and all that. Can I give you a gift? And she just, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and you know. And she well, was going to have her daughter or granddaughter read it. Yeah. And then she said, well, you know, would you, would you sign it? Because normally I don't do that. I'm like, here, let me read this gift and I'll sign it for you. <laughs> Yeah. You know, uh, I always tell people if I sign it, it's going to kill the value. <laughs> but anyway, she was so appreciative. So we did have that that great moment mm-hmm. uh, together that, um, you know, the Lord blessed it. So, so that's a good reminder that, that you said that. I'm glad you put that in there. As far as a couple of Bible passages about generosity, I'm... I'm actually digging these out of the Handbook of Bible Application from Tyndale. Uh, it's an old book. It's a, it's a whole listing of topics and some Bible verses about them. Uh, the first one is Exodus 35.4 through 36.7. And it's when uh, the Lord told Moses to tell the Israelites to give of their gold. Right. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. For the tabernacle. And I'll just quote verses six and seven in chapter 36. Then Moses gave an order and they sent this word throughout the camp. No man or woman is to make anything else an, as an offering for the sanctuary. And so the people were restrained from bringing more because what they had already, what they already had was more than enough to do all the work. So, Generous giving, and they make a note in the in this uh, in this book. Generosity means giving cheerfully, 
And they also refer back to 2 Corinthians 9, 7, that God loves a cheerful giver. Right. And generosity means giving enthusiastically. Mm-hmm. And then also Acts 11, 19 through 30. And again, I'll read, I'll read verse 29 from that. The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide to help for the brothers living in Judea. And the note they make on that is generosity flows out of a concern for those in need. And then I'll just round it out. Leviticus 19, 1 through 37 and uh, verses 9 and 10. And I don't have, well, I'm just going to read it as it's quoted here. They're, they use the Living Bible, so I'm just going to, it's not one I would normally mention, but it's here in the book, so I'm just going to read it from that. When you harvest your crops, don't reap the corners of your fields and don't pick up stray grains of wheat from the ground. It is the same with your grape crop. Don't strip every last piece of fruit from the vines and don't pick up the grapes that fall to the ground. Leave them for the poor and for those traveling through, for I am Jehovah your God. And they make a note, generosity takes preparation. Which is a good thought. And I'm reminded too of... What did Boaz say about to to his men about uh, Ruth? Yeah, he he told him to let her glean the wheat right behind him and to actually pull out. I don't know what the sheaves sheaves. I yeah, to, I don't know the technical term, but yeah, essentially things. the wheat things yeah. <laughs> and put them on. You know, just drop them on the ground so she could pick up. Mm-hmm. Essentially, more than what yeah. would normally the wheat, be the wheat things. Goodness. Leave both the, the 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 plain and the frosted mini wheats. Is that the message? What is? What yeah, yeah that I think so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he t- he tells his servants to even pull out and leave extras there for mm-hmm. her. And so anyway, again, generosity, right? You know, and and really that kind of generosity. Where does it all? flow from where does it all come from the lord the lord look at how generous the lord is he's generous with with himself obviously in the sense that the lord even sent jesus to die for us for our sins Mm -hmm. and then through his act of his generous act and his you know being in the grave for three days and, and rising from the dead, now we can share in his resurrection. Right. So we are the generous recipients, unworthy recipients of, of that grace. And, but look also at creation, God's generosity in in all of it. I mean, well, think about the fact we're in springtime. I know mm-hmm. some of you guys are getting some major storms. Yeah, so, some are in fall. Some of you are, are heading into fall. And- well, that's true too. Yes, depending on what part of the yep. world you're in. But look around at the flowers that, or the blooming bushes or even just the buds of the leaves coming out on the trees. Right. And just today I was reading in Acts when Paul was in Lystra and as he was 
preaching there, he was talking about uh, how the Lord gives uh, gives you know even unbelievers you know gives them joy mm-hmm. and, and you know feeds everyone and, and all this kind of thing. So again, the the Lord is generous. So how can we? How can anybody who professes to be a Christian not be generous? Right. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make Mm-mm. any sense at all. Uh, you you simply cannot be a Christian and not be generous. Right. It's just not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be shining light, and that's part of the joy that we we have now. Do you sometimes have to rein yourself in? Well, sort of like what Anth was saying with the uh, rental car. You know, immediately your brain was going into New Jersey mode of this, that, and the other thing, because rental cars companies do this. But, you know, so it's it's not necessarily something that's going to come through naturally. There's going to be times you're going to have to just, you know, g- grab, grab your uh, thoughts by the throat, so to speak, because I have to do that. Right. And say, nope, I can't, I cannot have that attitude walking out of this house, going wherever. Yeah. Um, Years ago, I had heard the idea that even men as the the man of the home, the leader of the home, obviously this meant a lot more when we were all working outside the home. I know many of our listeners still work outside the home, but... And, but many are work from home now. But it was encouraged that men, before they step into the home after a day's work, kind of stop and collect themselves and go in as not taking in the baggage of the workday, but rather be generous and ready to serve and, mm-hmm. and set the tone for the evening. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an area of, of generosity. Again, that's not my idea. That's something I heard. Not, I thought, well, that's pretty cool. So when we talk about generosity, there's generosity that is that costs money. But there's also generosity that doesn't cost money. But in either case, usually, you know, generosity costs something. Mm-hmm. It does cost to be generous. Uh, it, it may cost time, or it may cost money, or it may cost just the effort of focusing on another person, right? Yeah, and at getting outside of yourself, the act, right? the The act of being selfless in that moment, and and that's a good thing. Absolutely, a, you know, that's those are sanctifying things. Now, obviously, you know, you can be generous, as they say, to a fault, where now you're just being stupid with your money, you know, with God's money. And even I remember reading when I was reading last year, I think it was Charles Simeon's biography. And it was talking about how now he came, he inherited a lot of money and he managed it well his whole life. And he was very, very generous with having, you know, entertaining friends and, you know, in all of his ministry, he was very generous. But he was also shrewd about it and with his money. And, and there, there came a point where he he was always giving, but but he always had a, like a set limit that he would give. Mm-hmm. 
And people would, sometimes people would come to him and, and ask for money. And he would say, no, I've already given. I, I have given what I could this month or this week or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they said, oh, well, you know, and they, they kind of push back. Well, you're not being generous. And he would have no guilt whatsoever about it. And I forget how he... How he couched it. Yeah, but he basically would rebuke them in a sense of saying, I am I have I have been generous. I have done my part. Mm -hmm. So he, I thought it was kind of, it was wise how he set limits on his, on his generosity. You can't be generous to everybody. Right. And, you know, that, especially when you're dealing with money, discernment obviously plays a factor in that. You know, for years, as long as we've known each other, in traveling and whatnot, and if you have someone that comes up and is asking for money, you know, obviously mm -hmm. a street person, uh, by and large, we say no. Now, if we're in a place where we can give them food, you know, we will offer to mm -hmm. to buy them food. Uh, and it's kind of interesting to watch the reaction on that. Some Some people are wonderfully grateful at that and some that's not really what they wanted they just wanted the money right yeah but yeah so discernment comes into play yeah the whole point is all of us amy and i included all of us could stand to be more generous mm -hmm. and just like all the other christian virtues generosity is one of those things in the christian life that every now and then it's just good to be reminded absolutely about the importance of being generous mm -hmm. just to remember to be mindful of it yeah and think about the times that people have been generous to you you know i think about the, the times people have been generous to me i already gave one example and you know it, it i'm so appreciative it, it's so it's so kind that they do that mm -hmm. and uh and they've blessed me so why would you not want the opportunity or take the opportunity to, to bless somebody else? Definitely. You know? Definitely. Uh, and again, it blesses them, but it also makes you feel good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it really, it really does go both ways. Yeah. So. So. Uh, just something to keep in mind. Yeah. That's, you know, that's as, what we wanted to share. Yeah. As we're, uh, as the Lord enables financially and otherwise, to be generous to others, we get a blessing as well mm -hmm. from it. And uh, and again, it it reflects our Lord. You know, we're it's one of those things of we're doing good works, mm -hmm. and that's that's something I was meditating on just a couple of weeks ago. First Thessalonians four. God wants us to do good works. That's what Christians are to be busy doing. Mm -hmm. And to not grow weary in. Right. And so, very good. So, yeah. So, may we all be more generous with everything God's given us. Time, talents. We didn't even talk about talents. Right. You know, our, our yeah, gifts and abilities. That's almost a whole subject on its right. own. By the way, just a, 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 do, a quick reminder. I uh, want to remind you about uh, Jesus Changed Everything. Uh, discount pricing is available now. Uh, really good discount pricing. 
is at jesuschangedeverythingbook.com forward slash bulk. You buy in bulk, uh, different quantities, there are different pricing discounts. You can get it as low in the United States for $4, uh, and that includes shipping. So depending on your your quantity. Uh, That's great for churches or individuals, giveaway copies. The whole point is to get the gospel out there and tell people in a friendly conversational tone about Jesus. Yep. And that's, that's the whole point of the book. Yep. That's about it. You have anything else? Nope. Nope. I'm just glad that we uh, actually sat down and did this today and, and talked while about this while it was still fresh in our mind. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. And thank you for being generous with your time. (laughs) You're quite welcome. So, all right, everyone. Well, we will talk to you, Lord willing, next week. Uh, It has been a pleasure, and the Lord bless you. Have a great week, all. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Grace and Peace Radio is honored to be a member of the Christian Podcast Community and the Society of Reformed Podcasters. For more information, visit us at graceandpeaceradio.com or on Facebook. Until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Russo. And Jesus changed my life.